Oh, hallelujah. We bless the Most High God once again this morning for the honor done us to be called upon to share his word with the children of God. Hallelujah. We use this opportunity to appreciate the district leadership, the local leadership, and all elders present here, the kings, and everyone who made it possible for us to be able to mount this platform. Hallelujah. Tell somebody, God is going to speak to you in a special way. And so prepare yourself. Oh, praise the Lord. This morning we'll be taking a very sensitive message of the Christendom and the Spirit of God will lead us to pray as well. Hallelujah. Please bow down your head with me wherever you are. Even in the grave is Lord. Even in the grave is Lord. Even in the grave, even in the grave, I'm a Luciana. Jesus is Lord. Even in the grave, I can be an Amanua Kataya. Even in the grave, even It's love. It's Begin to pray for yourself this morning. As you are about to listen to the word of God, you want to avail yourself this morning for the impartation of the Holy Spirit. You want to avail yourself, your spirit, your inner being this morning for the desire of the Lord to manifest. If he did not call you today to come before him, you wouldn't have been able to come. Mm. Abba Father, we give you all the glory. Abba Father, we give you all the honor. We say you are God, and there is none like you. There is none who can be compared unto you. Heaven and earth attest to the fact this morning that you are God. We lift you above all dominions. We lift you above all powers this morning. And we say that, oh God, let your perfect will be fulfilled this morning in our lives. Committing every soul, every heart, every spirit here into your hands. That, oh God, you impart us with your word. We bless you this morning. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Somebody shout a big amen. amen. Oh, praise the Lord. Hallelujah. This morning, we are speaking on the topic above reproach and condemnation. Hallelujah. Tell somebody, you can never be condemned. 
Oh, tell somebody you can never be condemned. And so we are talking about above reproach and condemnation. I don't know how you can brainstorm the meaning of reproach and condemnation according to the definitions of the world. But this morning, I want us to take these two words into a different realm where we will not define those words according to the definitions of the world, according to the definitions of mankind, but these words will be explained to us biblically and according to the desire of God for our lives. Praise the Lord. When we say reproach, then we are talking about expressing disappointment or displeasure with a person for conduct that is blameworthy or in need of amendment. That means that if we say somebody is under reproach, then in other words, what we want to say here is that that person has been rejected by everyone and everything in the society. To be reproached is not merely being rejected by men alone. But when you are reproached, everything that surrounds you rejects you. Living things and non-living things reject you. Things that cannot talk, things that cannot speak, can even reject you. And so in our world today, if somebody is being reproached, then it means that the person is automatically blamed for a conduct that he or she has done. Praise the Lord. It is my prayer that before this message goes to an end, somebody will understand that irrespective of your nature and how people see you, God is never willing to reproach or neglect you. Oh, hallelujah. And so if somebody is under reproach or condemnation, then it means that society now sees that person as good for nothing anymore. And so when we go to the law court, before somebody can be sent into the prison to spend his or her rest of the days over there, or to, to, to go under that particular punishment, something must happen first. And what must happen is that the person, first of all, has to be reproached, and the person has to be condemned. And so until you are condemned, there is no way a punishment can be given unto you. Praise the Lord. Until you are condemned, no punishment can be given to you. And so when we say somebody is under reproach or under condemnation, then it means that the person has been brought out publicly for everyone to be able to punish the person or for the person to undergo certain pains and certain difficulties in life. A rejected person. So to summarize every definition I'm giving today, to be reproached or to be under condemnation it means that you have been rejected. Praise the Lord. We will take our first scripture from the book of Romans chapter 8, verse 1. Romans chapter 8, verse 1. Kindly turn with me to Romans chapter 8, verse 1. If somebody is there, the person can read for us. Romans chapter 8, verse 1. Alright, so I see it right here. 
therefore now, he said, there is therefore now no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. Praise the Lord. There are certain words here I want us to take a critical look at before we dive deeper. He said, there is therefore now, as I am speaking to you, there is therefore now no condemnation. There is therefore now no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus. That means that in the days of old, maybe people saw you to be somebody that there is nothing proper that can come out of you. Maybe some period in the past, people look at you and they look down upon you because of your nature or because of where you originate, because of where you come from. But this morning, the Spirit of Lord is speaking unto you and I. That as I speak to you this morning, there is therefore no condemnation for you. And why is it that there is no condemnation for you? Then why is that you have accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and personal Savior? Because you live in Jesus Christ, there is no way anyone or any spirit can condemn you. The reason being that the one who has come to save you, he sacrificed himself for condemnation. And so the Bible says that he was condemned because of you and I. And so there is no way that any man on earth, there is no way that any spirit in the universe, there is no way that any authority can condemn a believer. Why? Because Jesus Christ has already condemned himself for you and I to be free. Hallelujah. And so the Bible says that for God so loved the world that he sent his only begotten son. He came for an assignment. He came to disregard himself. He came to be useless. He came to be neglected so that you and I on earth, we can never be neglected. So that you and I, we can never be useful, usefulness. So that you and I, no spirit can look down on us. And so he came in to be condemned for you and I. That is why when we are talking about condemnation, before Jesus Christ was crucified, they did not go in to just arrest him and straightforward take him to the cross to be crucified. But the scripture makes us understand that when they went in to get him, they took him through series of processes in order for him to be totally condemned before the crucifixion. And so the Bible says that a lot of things were done to him. You know, the secret is that those things that Jesus Christ went through, they were things that you and I are supposed to go through. But because he does not want us to be condemned, that is why they did not kill him straightforward. But first of all, they disgraced him. His humanity was not regarded. His nature was not regarded. People began to spat on him. People began to throw water on him. People began to throw insult on him. People began to say all sorts of manners and a lot of things against him. Just because of you and I. And so he took it upon himself to be condemned. And the Bible says that even the robe he was wearing, it got to a time, the robe itself was teared into pieces because of you and I. He doesn't want your robe to be teared into pieces as such. The disgrace that he went through, he was going through all these forms of disgrace. 
He was going through all these forms of embarrassment so that you and I on earth, we can never be embarrassed. And so as I am speaking unto you this morning, I want you to understand one thing that your condemnation has been taken away because the man disregarded himself so that he will be condemned on your behalf and so this morning nothing can condemn you and so this morning no one can look down on you you may not have any, every, anything today but as I speak to you what you don't have cannot give people access to disregard you because Jesus Christ has been condemned for you already and so you live above reproach you live above condemnation. He is going to show forth his glory in your life. Praise him the Lord. Above reproach and condemnation. Hallelujah. Take me to John chapter 8 verse 10. Above reproach and condemnation. And so if Jesus Christ did not give himself to us, every individual, every person, every spirit would have got the opportunity and the authority to look down on us and condemn us in this world. I want somebody to understand something this morning. That the fact that you have committed an offense does not give you out to be condemned. Praise the Lord. The fact that you have done what is not right in one way or the other does not grant opportunity to this world to condemn you. Because your condemnation has already been taken away. And so this morning, no one can condemn you anymore because you live above condemnation and reproach. And so the scripture says that there is therefore now no condemnation. There is therefore now no condemnation. Jesus Christ himself is not ready to condemn you. Many a times we think that because of the iniquities that we commit, we think that because of the wrongdoings that at times we do, sometimes it even ends up preventing us from coming before the throne of grace. Because we think our bodies have already condemned us before the Lord and before the throne. So sometimes when we come to church and we are even praying, we are timid. Because we fear deep within us that our prayers will not be answered because we are sinners, because we are people who have engaged in wrongdoings in one way or the other. But I want you to understand something. That irrespective of what you have done in life, irrespective of the mistakes you have done, Jesus Christ still loves you. Jesus Christ still loves you. Jesus Christ still loves you. And he has not given up on you. And so somebody, don't give up on yourself. If you are not condemned, you cannot be destroyed. If you are not condemned, you cannot be punished. And so before you will be taken to the prison, somebody don't allow yourself to be taken to the prison because of the mistake you have done in life. Many of us are seated here, we ourselves, inwardly, we have condemned ourselves already. Because of the way society sees us, we have also accepted that yes, we are good for nothing. You engage in immorality, it came out publicly. And so as I speak to you, it is in your mind that as for you, you are good for nothing because of what you have done. You engage in wrongdoings and as a result of that, you have become very timid in the house of God because you think as for you, because of what you have done, there is no place for you. But I want to speak unto you this morning that Jesus Christ came because of you. His arms are widely open. 
He is not sucking you to move away from his presence. His arms are open for you. And he is speaking unto you that he will not condemn you irrespective of what you have done. The only thing he needs from you is to run to him as a son, not to move away from him. Some of us are running away and Jesus Christ is following us. A believer should stop running away from the Lord and rather come to him because he's ready for you. Praise the Lord. The Bible says that when Adam and Eve engaged in iniquity in the garden, God was coming to them, but they were running away. Because they themselves, deep down in their spirit, they had already condemned themselves. The reason why they, were, they, they went under the punishment was that they themselves had already condemned themselves when God has not condemned them. And so when God saw that they have committed an offense, he was not coming down to punish them. He was coming down to welcome them again. But the Bible says that when God called from heaven, Adam, where are you? The man started running away from God because of the sins that he has committed, because of the bad things that he has done. Somebody, I want to speak to you this morning that don't run away from Jesus because you have not done things rightly. Don't run away from Jesus because you have made a mistake. Don't run away from Jesus because people look down on you. It is you that he is looking for. Jesus is rather running after you. And so come to him this morning irrespective of your nature. He came that sinners must be saved. He came that sinners must be free. He came to set their captivities free. And so run to Jesus irrespective of your nature. Praise the Lord. He is looking for you and I. And so God called Adam. Where are you? And the man was rather running away. Trying to cover himself out. Don't feel shy to approach Jesus Christ with your nakedness. Praise the Lord. He is the one who can give you a perpetual clothing that will hinder everyone from seeing your nakedness. And so come to him with your nakedness. The man was running away with his wife so that they could cover the sins that they have committed. I want to speak to somebody that don't cover what you are doing in the sight of God. Anything that you have done irrespective of how tedious it is. I want you to come before the throne of grace because he is ready to receive you again. Praise the Lord. And so there is therefore no condemnation for them that live in Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Take me to John chapter 8 verse 10. John chapter 8 verse 10. Very soon we'll be ending. Ancient words ever true changing me and changing you we have come with open heart all of the ancient words in ancient words are changing me and changing you we have come with open heart of life where's of hope my cocky and number keep our strength help us go in this world where we roll is that 
for Jesus no more condemnation or reproach and so the Bible says that this woman we are talking about here was directly caught in the act of prostitution and what we are talking about here it's a very integral section of Christianity this was not a testimony that was given about the woman that the woman is a prostitute but this case the woman was directly caught in the act of engaging herself in prostitute or if you like adultery. Praise the Lord. And so the Bible says that the people who brought this woman before Jesus Christ were not just mere people who do not know anything but they were the teachers of the law and the Pharisees themselves. Because of the mistake this woman had done, whatever they were thinking of and their mentality at that time about the woman was to send the woman to a place where the woman would be condemned and given an instant justice. Because according to the laws of which they have laid and memorized, the moment anyone is caught in that particular act, there is only one punishment meted to the person. And the punishment to the person is that the person must be stoned to death. And so the Bible says that when they got hold of this woman, they did not allow this woman to even go back and dress up before they bring him here. But they brought her directly to the man called Jesus Christ because they know that he said he came not to abolish the laws, but he came to strengthen up the laws. And the Bible makes it clear unto us that for the wages of sin has to be death. And so the teachers of the law and the Pharisees themselves they brought this woman who had been caught in adultery before Jesus Christ. At that particular time, what they were thinking about was that Jesus Christ is going to approve for them to be able to condemn and stone the woman to death at that particular moment. 
And so when they brought the woman before Jesus Christ, they were all standing there ready with their stones in their hands. As I speak to you this morning, any group of people that has taken a mistake of yours, any group of people who have surrounded you with stones in their hands, any group of people who have surrounded your destiny, the Spirit of God is going to set you free. The power of God is going to deliver you. Wherever they have gathered, the Spirit of the Lord is speaking on your behalf. Somebody you have been surrounded by a lot of enemies, but the Spirit of God is speaking unto you that what you have done cannot condemn you. What you have done cannot kill you. And so he is in to speak on your behalf. He is in to deliver you. It doesn't matter what you have done in the past. It doesn't matter what you have done in the present. The mercy of God is capable and so he is going to speak for you he is going to speak for you he is going to speak for you in the mighty name of Jesus they surrounded her and they brought her before Jesus Christ so they were waiting for a word to come out of Jesus Christ so that this woman can be stoned to death I see the son of God writing something about your life you see, at times, the best answer to give to accusers is silence. And so Jesus Christ did not start by lambasting on them. He did not start by just opening his mouth and talking. But the Bible says that he just bent down and he started writing something on the ground. Somebody as you are seated here this morning, he has already declared you above condemnation. And so he is writing something new. Maybe they saw you as a prostitute. Maybe they saw you as a good for nothing. But this morning Jesus Christ is writing something new about your life, about your destiny, about your career, about your future about your salvation he is writing something i see the old days being wiped away i see the old days being taken away somebody the black cloth on you is being removed this morning and the savior jesus is putting on you another white garment to live a victorious life no one can condemn you your family cannot condemn you the gods cannot condemn you the witches cannot condemn you because the son of god is speaking for you this morning praise the lord i want you to be confident in jesus christ it doesn't matter how people see you they saw this woman as a prostitute and so their intention was to condemn her but jesus christ started writing on the ground and the bible says that as he was writing on the ground the people were ready with their stones i don't know whoever is ready to kill you this morning i don't know whoever has taken a word that you spoke to somewhere to use against you i don't know whoever has taken any deed of yours to be used against you ah the spirit of god is speaking for somebody it's speaking for somebody it's speaking for somebody in the name of jesus because of the promotion that should come your way people have gone there gossiping and tarnishing your image they have gone there saying things you have not done concerning you even if you have done it jesus is ready for you he is not going to allow you to perish wherever they are gossiping about you wherever they are destroying your connections wherever they are saying things that you have not done wherever they have taken your mistakes to work against you may the spirit of god descend there now may the spirit of god descend there now may the spirit of god descend there now in the mighty name of jesus and so finally before i end 
when Jesus Christ bent down and he was writing, after he finished writing, whilst he was writing, the enemies who had surrounded this woman were watching closely what Jesus Christ was writing. And so by the time he finished writing, the statement on the ground was that if any of you has not engaged in one way or the other in the sin you are talking about, let that person cast the stone first. And so the Bible says that by the time he finished writing, all the accusers, they began to throw their stones away and they began to walk away in shame. They began to walk away in shame. I see your accusers running away because Jesus has elevated you, because Jesus has lifted you, because he has spoken for you. No man can condemn you. Don't be intimidated with your sin. Run to Jesus with your nature. Run to Jesus however you are. Run to Jesus whoever you are because he is your father and he is ready to accept you irrespective of what you have done. Don't let your sins scare you from coming to him. Praise the Lord. I am ending my message this morning. Don't let your nature take you away from Jesus. It is with this nature that he needs you. He wants you. He wants to glorify you. And so, it doesn't matter how people see you. Ah, I pray for somebody in a special way. That whoever have come together to surround you. You know, they seek your downfall. They seek your disgrace. They seek your embarrassment. They seek that your job will be destroyed. If they have sent your job anywhere to communicate about it. For that opportunity to be taken away from you. I pray thee that may Jesus speak for you. I pray thee that may Jesus speak for you. If they have taken your health somewhere to condemn you this morning, may the power of God deliver you. May the Spirit of God deliver you. May the Spirit of God deliver you. In the mighty name of Jesus. Somebody rise to your feet this morning. Mm. Above condemnation and reproach. Above condemnation and reproach. Ah. This morning Jesus has not condemned you. I want you to meditate on the word that has come unto you this morning. I don't know how your spirit received the word. But it is just a message the Lord wants to give to you this morning. That you are no more under condemnation. It doesn't matter what you have done. It doesn't matter how people see you. It doesn't matter what you have engaged in. The Bible says that he wrote on the ground and everyone began to run away. May all your accusers run away. Those who hate you for nothing. You know, there are a lot of people. They are waiting for you to fall down. They are waiting for you to commit an error. They are waiting for you to make a mistake. So that they can carry your mistake. And speak against you publicly. But this morning, Jesus Christ is ready for you. He has lifted you above reproach. He has lifted you above condemnation. Ah, in the mighty name of Jesus. Begin to speak to your father this morning. Just in a minute, begin to speak to your father. Anyhow you want to speak to him. I am above reproach and condemnation. And so begin to speak to your father in the name of Jesus. Ah, liko manua kata yadada. Masika la manua kata. Iko malia kata. Begin to speak unto him. He has lifted you above reproach and condemnation. Ah, makati anamanama. Iko malakata dehe. 
Masika da 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 da. Ika salama no sadada. Masika da 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 da. Kalia madosa kata. Ika da 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 da. Ika da da Masika da ya da 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 da. Ika da ya da da da. In the mighty name of Jesus. David said, "When my evil doers, when they rise against me, let them stumble and fall." And so we are praying this one prayer this morning. You are speaking unto God that, "Oh God, my Father, whoever have surrounded me, my enemies, my foes, my, my accusers, the seekers of my life, the seekers of my destiny, as I pray this morning, let them stumble and fall in the mighty name of Jesus." in the mighty name of Jesus. Jesus. You are exercising your faith this morning. Just as I pray with you, say, Obia, I This after me, say, Lord Jesus, Lord Jesus, I stand before you this morning. I, stand you. I pray thee, my Father, have mercy upon my life. My life is not my own, but to you it belongs to. And so, Lord Jesus, have mercy upon my life. Take me away from my accusers. Let your mercy speak for me. As from today, I declare upon my life, I declare upon my children that we are not under condemnation in the power 
of the name Jesus. We live above reproach. We live above condemnation. In Jesus' name. Now I pray for you in a special way. Lord Jesus Christ, your people are before you. You have spoken your word to deliver us from condemnation. I decree and I declare over the lives of your people gathered before you. Any spirit from the family that has spiritually condemned any of our activities, be it our work, be it our career, be it our marriage, be it our destiny, we pray in the name of Jesus that your mercy will take us away from condemnation. As from today, let your grace be sufficient for us that we will continue to live in you and live for you. In the name of God the Father, in the name of God the Son, in the name of God the Holy Spirit, somebody shout a big Amen. amen.